Hey girls and gals, I'm Shelby. And I'm Annalisa, and this is She's, She's Too Loud. Uh, now looky, looky, looky here. Listen up, all you dorks and geekers. Uh, turn up the volume on your buds and speakers. Two girls, fresh pair, like genuine sneakers. Breath of fresh air for you goons and freakers. Just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush. Two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down your fist. Too loud, y'all, then I definitely mean it. Yep. These ladies put the G in feminine genius. What? What? I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. Natasha Bedingfield. <laughs> Do you guys like that summer quote? Like an intro song. Forget about the intro quotes. <laughs> Intro song quote. I just like throw down one line of a song every season every time. two. Just like a funny, yeah, just a funny quote. Well, I chose <laughs> that one because it gave summer vibes. Mm-hmm, it does. And um, sneaky peek, our episode's going to be a little bit about like what we did this summer before we jump off our new season of She's, She's Too Loud. Welcome back, everybody. And we're back, guys. Back and better than ever. Oh, so excited. So good to be back it's here. It's been so long. I know. We hope you guys are doing really well. Yeah. All of our loyal fans out there. Oh, yeah. There have been so many people in the last couple weeks that I've, like, just, like, people that I've just met, people that, like, I've only become friends with in the last, like, couple months, Mm -hmm. and I'll, like, be like, yeah, like, Shelby and I are starting season two of our podcast, and they're like, you have a podcast? I Well, yeah, I feel like I've told a couple, well, maybe it was, like, somewhat my family, but, um, yeah, I told a couple people this summer, and I was like, you should check it out. Yeah, and I always... (laughs) But I'm like, one of the later episodes, because they're a little better. Yeah, especially (laughs) if, if it's, like, a boy that I'm, like, telling, like, oh, I have, like... Like he's like, oh, you have a podcast. I always am like, yeah, and I know exactly which episode you should listen to. Uh, the one with Adam Boyle. The one with Adam. A man's heart. A man's heart. I know. I do the same <laughs> thing too because when I like t- when I tell a guy, I'm always like, I don't want them to choose one that that really is just like all girl power stuff because mm-hmm. while it might be helpful for them to hear, they'll probably be a little bit bored. So. Yeah, yeah. My friend Kevin listened to A Man's Heart and he was like, this was actually a really good episode. I don't know if I'll listen again just because I feel like I'm not your target audience. And I said. Okay, fair point. Fair, fair. That's fair. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> can't argue too much with you that. You are not a girl. <laughs> You're not a lady. Um. Okay. Awesome. Let's get right into it. Hopping right back into the uh really really long weekend update. Re- AKA a really really long weekend. <laughs> Three months. Three month long weekend. <laughs> so, Annalisa, kick us off with your summer update. Tell us what you did this summer. What were some highlights? Yes. Okay. So, I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast before we left, but I was like trying to figure out where to work this summer to make money naturally. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was like deciding between like working in food service, working in a clothing store. (laughs) And I was like online and I love clothes. Spoiler alert. You can probably tell where where this is going. I like corn. Um, (laughs) For me, I really like corn. (laughs) It's corn. <laughs> a big lump of nuts. It's, it's got, got the juice. It's got the juice. Okay, oh, anyway. guys, if you don't know the corn boy, please look it up. <laughs> I love the part where he goes, when I put butter on it, everything, everything changed. changed. <laughs> and then when I put butter on it, everything, everything changed. changed. <laughs> He's got to be like the pure soul on this planet. <gasps> He's so fascinated by corn. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, basically, I was trying to figure out where I should work, and then I saw an old Navy the application said that there's a 50% employee discount, which yeah, was uh, music to my ears. And so you bet your bottom dollar, I submitted an application. I got accepted to the job and I started that as soon as I got home after graduation. And I really didn't like it at first because all I was doing was folding clothes for seven hours straight. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody sh- likes, folding yeah, clothes. nobody likes doing that. No one was like talking to me. I was kind of in my own world, but then they put me on the register and then life got and everything changed and everything changed (laughs) yeah and then I got put on the register and And everything everything changed changed. and that was really true and then like I became like obsessed with my job like I was like I love going in and being like hi I can help you over here did you find everything you need are you interested in saving an additional 30 percent off opening up an old navy credit card with us you're like the ideal service person I I know that well sorry that sounded so prideful but that's what my managers told me I think you are. You're just like so sweet and you're really friendly, like to strangers and mm-hmm. stuff. So, make and I really feel- love it. Oh, yeah. That's good. I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it was awesome. And I would always get to see like what the clothes people were buying were. And then I'd be like, I know what I'm buying when I get off my shift. <laughs> You're like, oh, um, that one looks real good. Yeah. And so I spent most of the summer doing that because um, most of my friends, sad, mm-hmm. everyone like graduated, but most of my friends moved now out of New Jersey. So it was like kind of interesting being home this summer just because I was like, wow, like it's like different now that like me and my best friends from home probably won't ever be like in the same place at once. Um, but my best friend Danielle and my best friend Catalina, she, they moved out to Philadelphia, which is only like an hour ish from where I am from. And so it was nice. I got to visit them over the summer. I stayed for a couple days and it was so fun. And that was a really fun part of my summer. But other than that, I like mostly just worked and I read a lot, a lot, a lot. And then I got back here like to, um, Steubenville, Ohio pretty early on. I got back at the end of July um and started training for the new job the graduate assistant job mm-hmm. and have just been having a great time with that like I've been getting like so close with like the team and making new friends and meeting new people and it's just been really awesome so overall Yay. I had a pretty good summer I miss my mom and my mom and my dad and your mom my and your mom and your dad. My mom and my mom and my mom and my mom and my dad. <laughs> and mom and mom. <laughs> <laughs> and I miss my brothers and yeah. But it was just a good summer. It was nice being home and it's nice to be back. So oh, I'm feeling good. Great. How was your summer? My summer was good, but first, Annalisa had her birthday last week. <laughs> Is it your birthday, girl? Cause you're looking like a present. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lizzo. Thank you, Lizzo. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard the new Lizzo album. So just my gosh. right off the bat, it's a great album. Um, but there is we a song. We can talk about that forever. forever. Um, but there's a song called Birthday Girl, and it's seriously the most hype song mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. It's ever. got some colorful language, for it does. sure. Guard your hearts and your yeah. ears. So don't say that, like, we told we didn't tell you because we yeah. did. Don't say we're leading you to sin. We're not. Yeah. But there's a couple songs but on the that song album is that make really me feel, like, on top yeah, of the world. So, yeah, just take it with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. um, they are super hyped. They make you just, like, feel so great. You just, like, want to dance. Mm-hmm. Can't help but dance to Birthday Girl, you know. Yeah, it was amazing. But, Fantastic. yeah, I had a great birthday. Yay. Shelby helped me celebrate with of all of our friends. How could I not? We went out to dinner. And Shelby and my roommates, Jill and Margaret, got me the best birthday gift <laughs> ever. I've been, like, freaking out over it. They got me a book embosser. So it's, like, one of those things, if you don't know what an embosser is, it's, like, kind of like a stamp. Like, but mm-hmm. not a stamp. It, like. Not with not with ink. It's just a right, physical it like, stamp. Yeah. It makes, like, an impression on the paper. And so it says, like, from the library of Annalisa. And it has, like, a pretty little book with, like, flowers coming out of it. And so on all my books that I own now, I can, like, emboss them. And I've <laughs> wanted one for so long. And so I'm, like, so It turned excited. out so cute. Yeah, it's super, super cute. Oh, man. If everyone reacted to presents the way Annalisa reacted to that book embosser, <laughs> like, everyone would feel so affirmed. <laughs> it was so an excited. awesome day, though. And, like, we went out to dinner with, like, the team. And it, it was just, like, mm-hmm. such a good day. I felt very, very loved. Oh, it's so good. Well, you are mm-hmm. loved. <laughs> you are. Um. <laughs> But anyway, this summer I was really busy. I had uh, four classes. I had my practicum experience, which is basically like pre-internship, mm-hmm. um, which was sev- several hours a week. And I was a lifeguard at a local pool. Woohoo! Woohoo! Um, Crazy stories from there. Oh my gosh. I actually do have a, f- I am going to share this story even if nobody <laughs> asked. Um, but I was lifeguard all summer, which I really liked, one, because I got to be outside by the pool all summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I like lifeguarding. I think it's fun. I definitely, like, towards the end of the summer, I was kind of losing my patience with, like, <laughs> certain people or, like, the kids who run and run and run and they never stop. Yeah. <laughs> they never, like, get the had picture. You, had you done lifeguarding before? Yeah, I was a lifeguard for, like, four years when I was in high school, like, from high school into my first year of college. Um, and I taught swimming lessons. I really wanted to teach swimming lessons this summer, but there mm-hmm. just, like, wasn't a market for it, if you will. Um, if you will, if you will. So I had a really busy summer. Um, towards the end of the summer, I was like definitely feeling a little burnt out and and tired. But I got to go home for about two weeks, two and mm-hmm. a half weeks. Um, got to see everybody, my family. Um, my mom and I went to the beach. I went to my sister's bachelorette party, and I got to mm-hmm. go on a fishing trip with my dad. So yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, and then uh, I started reading. This is like not that big of an update, but I feel like I have a lot of thoughts like lately because of this book and also a podcast I listen to, but I started reading Captivating by John Eldritch and Stacey oh, Eldritch. I've heard such good things about yeah, that. Yeah, it's really good. And I, I don't know if I've said this on here before, but I, I often have a hard time reading either religious books or like formation books because uh, my brain really likes fiction. Me and too, me too. And she gets really distracted. But um, 
But it's been so good so far. I have a lot of thoughts, and I'm sure, like, later this semester, we'll, we'll like, share some more on those. What's the one by that guy that um, is, like, for men? It's John Eldridge. Yes. So the husband. Gotcha. Um, And, yeah, so far it's, like, so good. I haven't finished it yet, though. But then another thing I listened to this summer that's been a big part of my – did you hear me breathe in so loud in the microphone? (sighs) Today drained me. (laughs) (laughs) But, anyway, just a couple of more quick updates. Um, Last year, if you remember, I was asking for prayers for one of my teens from Wichita who was pregnant. She had her baby. Yeah, and they're both both really healthy, so praise God for that. Um, They're doing well, but I just wanted to update you guys on that. Um, and then this is more of like a nobody asked, but <laughs> Al, have you seen the wedding season? No. Okay. It's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure I, it might be prime. I have to go. Is that the same thing as the wedding planner? No, but I've Jennifer seen that Lopez? one too. Love Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> nope. Different movie. Um, this is called wedding season. Mary it's Mary like, it's a rom-com Sarah. for sure, <laughs> but it's, um, it was really good, but I did, ju- I liked this quote that kind of came from, I forget who said it in the movie, but the quote is a rising tide lifts all boats. And I just thought that was, like, something really cool for reflection. Like, we can always talk about it again another time. But just that, um, like, if you as an individual individual, or even you and your friends are, like, working to elevate yourselves, like, becoming better people, um, like, growing closer to the Lord, all these things, the people around you will start to live too. Um, and, I mean, that's maybe not all the case, always the case, but – um, people see like the joy in you, you know, mm-hmm. they'll know we are Christians by our love. So a rising tide lifts all boats. That's a cool quote. Yeah. I never heard that. Well, we're going to have to watch it cause we love a good rom-com. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. It was good. Um, okay. <clears throat> Nobody asked, but. <laughs> so we thought we'd give you a quick little update on our Goodreads reading challenges for the year, <laughs> since now we have a whole summer under our belt. Goodreads, Goodreads, Goodreads. I feel like the last time we talked about it, I had only read, like, it was, like, back in January. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about it in a while. Yeah. And I think I had read 12 books at that point. Oh, yeah. You were doing great. Yes, and because we came back from Christmas break and you were like, I read 12 books. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Well, to update you all, as of today, <laughs> I have read uh, 68 books now. No way. Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh. Yahweh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm on the journey to 100. 68? 68, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's 68. Dude, I thought um, I was going to be, like, like balling out here. Okay, well, you you picked up – I don't want to spoil what Shelby's going to say, but, like, <laughs> you read a ton of books in, like, such a short span of time. Like, I read I kept, a lot of books over the summer. I kept seeing, like, on the updates, I was like, oh, my mm. gosh. Oh my gosh, like you were getting closer and closer to your Mm -hmm. goal. And I was like, geez. I know. Did you have a goal set? Yeah. What was it? It was 50. But I beat 50, I think, before the end of the semester. Wow. So then I went up to 100. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yay. So now I have 32 more to go. What's been your favorite one so far? Oh my gosh, out of all of them? Yeah. Oh, wow. I I don't know, because I read so many good ones this year. Because I read all the Sarah Dessen books, Mm -hmm. and those are like, really special to me and i read all the angus thongs and perfect snogging books i know you must have done that recently though right yeah that was like here. pretty yeah that was pretty recently like i finished the last one right when i got back at the end of july um maybe like the best like single book that is coming to my mind right now like a standalone is after i do by taylor jenkins reed okay nice it was about um i just like <laughs> i like read the book and like sobbed my eyes out because yeah. like it was about this couple who was married and, like, had been together for, like, 10, 12 years um, and just were super, super happy. And then all of a sudden, just, like, over time, like, weren't happy together anymore. Like, mm-hmm. they were just kind of, like, miserable and, like, starting to resent one another. And so they, like, wanted to save their marriage but, like, didn't know what to do. And so the whole plot of the book is that, like, they took a whole full year where, like, they separated but, like, didn't communicate at all. Like, yeah. were, like, completely, like, apart and... Yeah, it was just, like, such a I, – oh, it was, like, fictional, so it wasn't true. But, like, to read about, like, losing love, finding love, like, mm-hmm. finding yourself, like, rebuilding it. And then, like, the whole book, like, you kind of are, like, torn where you're, like, I don't know, like, should they get back together? Like, is, like, they're – it's just – it was so, so good. And by the end, I was, like, ugly crying because I was, like, I can't even handle <laughs> this. Like, it was so, so, yes. so beautiful. I was really – 
there were like a lot of quotes that I was like really struck by in that one. So uh-huh. that's what comes to mind. But I've read seriously so many. Yeah, good books you this have. Year. That's crazy. Like praise God. Like I've had mm-hmm. a very good hand in picking out books this year because a lot of yeah. them have been five star reads for me. Ugh, I love that. So tell that's us amazing. about your good reads. Okay. Well, my goal was thirty, and mm-hmm. I'm currently at. I'm either at 33 or 34. Shooing. Goodreads right now says 33, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was 34. But anyway, so I did meet my goal. Um, did that like right around half uh, halfway through the year. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> A little after halfway, I think. Um, so now I'm going for 50. That was my new goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, it's amazing. And I, I, I think I can make it, which is one reason why I made it my goal, because I don't want to get to the end of the year and, and not, not make it. Yeah. That would be ridiculous. Um, yeah. So I have a lot of books on deck. Um, the five, I'm reading five books right now. Five, you're reading five currently? Currently. Like you started five books? Yeah, because what I do is, and maybe I shouldn't, is I have one book near my bed, uh-huh. one book I bring to the gym to do while I walk, <laughs> one book I'm always listening to, an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a book that is formation for school, mm-hmm. and I have a book that is formation for spirituality, mm-hmm. which was is captivating. Um, but currently, my friend Grace is borrowing captivating our mutual friend Grace and we um, love Grace. We should get Grace on here to talk about Kaby body types. Yes. Oh my gosh, great idea that, alert! Yeah, listen, great <laughs> idea alert. Like when I tell you, just as a sneak peek, I'm like, my like, eyes are watering. My life was changed when Grace came into it and when told I learned me about what my Kibby Kibby body, body types. T- everything, everything changed. changed. <laughs> like when Grace, I felt when Grace told me like I think that you're this body type. And I, like, started researching it. I was like, I feel like you read my soul. Like, you, like... <laughs> How did you see that in me? Like, yeah. I know that it's, like, what I look like, but I literally felt like she had, like, opened up a part of my right. myself that I had, like, never yeah. thought, it's like, like it's realized. One of the, so, also, we won't go into detail about it now because it's really, like, it's so interesting. And maybe it, like, it might seem like a fad, but it, it's one of those things that, like, can help you like feel more confident because mm-hmm. it so basically it's like a body typing it's not only body typing but it's like partially body typing and helps you find the clothes that flatters you most and then in addition yeah. to that you can also do color typing which helps you to find the clothing colors and jewelry colors that match your hair color skin color mm-hmm. eye color etc so that you can dress and like feel confident so yeah grace our friend is like a genius she's on like it. a pro at it like she's knows so she much. would tell you she would tell you she's not a pro on it but she really is like she really really is and let me tell you what that girl can dress yes she always and it's not even surprising because like she dresses so well mm-hmm. and like every outfit she wears is like so flattering oh i'm so excited yeah i hope she's she says great. yes okay everybody pray that grace says yes <laughs> Anyways, Grace is borrowing Captivating right now. Mm. So when she comes back, I'll read the rest of it. So I'm like halfway through right now. But anyways, I have five books on deck. That's and crazy. Which I think is why things have been going so quickly is because I have that system where I'm like, because mm-hmm. I'm reading Daisy Jones at the gym, which I'm sure we'll talk more about later. That book was it's so good. definitely my favorite read of last year when I read it. Yeah. So, so good. It's we'll really have to talk good. about it when you finish it. For sure. I'm super, I, I like it a lot. But yeah, then I have Captivating. I have The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog for my, like, clinical mental health counseling stuff Mm -hmm. um and then i'm reading beautiful redemption um which is my bed book my bedside book book. yeah bedside book (laughs) and i'll be reading um i am malala soon because one of my classes is like social and cultural foundations and we have to read like a book study Mm -hmm. and i've had this book for a really long time but i keep putting it off because i keep reading fiction yeah me (sighs) same day different day same stuff you know um (laughs) so but now i have a really good excuse to read it Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty excited about it so we're so we're super excited about mm-hmm. our Goodreads yeah. goals. This is about a book. I just picked it up. And speaking of nonfiction, I also never read nonfiction stuff, even though I would like to. And so I I don't know if anyone listening has heard, but Jeanette McCurdy, who is like one of the icons of our childhood, she played <laughs> Sam on iCarly, Sam on Sam, Sam and, and Cat. Cat. Um she just was like such a big child actor. She came out with a memoir called I'm Glad My Mom Died. And it's all about, like, uh, which is very, and, like, the cover is her, like, right. holding her mom's urn, like, with, like, right. flowers coming out of it, which is a little unsettling. A little bit crass, yeah. But, um, like, it's all about, like, her life and, like, what it was like growing up in, like, the childhood acting realm and, like, the influence of, like, her mom and, like, the ways that, like, she just, like, really suffered without people seeing it. And so the book came out, like, August 9th, and I went on, like, August 11th, like, right after it came out to A Books A Million to see if I could get it, because I've been dying to read it. Mm-hmm. And um, they were like, yeah, we don't have any copies of on it. Like, 
they were like it sold out in oh my god an hour like my little sister's it reading floor. it right now yeah and then okay so then a couple weeks later i was like i looked online and it was like everywhere was saying like oh it'll take months to get reprinted and i was like oh, oh my god like never get to read it i'm at barnes and noble I'm, i don't even bother looking this just the other day like two days ago or something i don't even bother looking for the book because i was like they definitely don't have it mm-hmm. i buy my books i bought like three books and then i'm like leaving and i see a table that has like eight of the books, eight oh copies of it. And I literally, I went like this. <gasps> I said, <laughs> and then I looked directly Life at the changed. like at the like information center of Barnes and Noble, and I looked at the lady and I said, "You guys have this book?" And she was like, "Those are the only ones that we have." Oh my god! And I, I grabbed the book and I was like, "Uh, like I'll, I'll take it. Right. Check yeah. me out. I'm, I'll, check I'll me be out. buying this." <laughs> Like banging That's my so credit funny. card on the table, like <laughs> you bang, like the TikTok, yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Um, and so, so I'm like so excited yeah. to read that. That's gonna be one of my, my little sister's ones. reading it, and she's like given us a couple of sneak peeks, and it, it's like so heartbreaking and yeah. Oh gosh, such a complicated situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked. So now the main part of our episode, finally, <laughs> 20 minutes later, 20 minutes later, 30 minutes what later. We're, what we're really talking about today is, um, it's, we're calling it obscure thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them how we came so, out of this. Over the course of the whole summer, Shelby and I have created a shared notes on our like notes app on our phone. Mm-hmm. And when we like have like random obscure thoughts, we've just been adding them to a list under each one of our names and so we've compiled said list and we're gonna go through them and how should we do it do you want to like we can go back and forth maybe yeah let's go back and forth and then we're gonna try to guess what the other person meant by what they wrote so yeah maybe it'll make more sense once we get started but basically they're very short like not even full sentences mm-hmm. and the other person is gonna guess like what did you mean or what what were you thinking about when you when you wrote that yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right you go first okay so sh- i should read one of mine mm-hmm. and you're gonna guess it okay I'm so excited. My first one is crying is relaxing. I I'm almost a hundred percent positive that you were watching a sad movie <laughs> and it made you cry and you thought and afterwards you probably felt so good because crying is relaxing. I agree. And I think after that you just went crying is relaxing. <laughs> That's actually very very true. <laughs> I was watching. I I'm pretty sure I was watching Father Stew for the second oh, time. Yeah. And I was like a mess at the end. Of but course. then like I was like afterwards I was like thinking to myself I was like wow like. Crying is such like an emotional release that by the end of it, you really do kind of feel good. Like you do. You feel like you just like let out mm-hmm. a big like that's weight. called catharsis. Oh, yeah. it's good. It's like it's kind of the same thing as like letting your anger out by like beating up a punching bag or something. That's mm-hmm. called like catharsis. Wow, it makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I that's like knew it was gonna was. be something yeah. like that. Okay, my first one is we should start using tidings. Okay, this one like. I, I don't know what tidings really means except for, like, I keep thinking of, like, the Yuletide gaze or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so glad, what I... Glad tidings we bring. Is that what oh, you're thinking of? Glad, glad tidings, tidings we bring uh-huh. to you. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm imagining. I Shelby loves, like, Pride and Prejudice and, like, Jane Austen. And so what I'm assuming is that, <laughs> is that like, it came up in the movie or one of her Jane, the Jane Austen books that you were reading. And you were like... I love the way that people sound when they say tidings. And I think that, like, that would be a cool word if we brought it back. Like, if we started saying, like, good tidings to you. I, I'm, i like, so surprised. I did not think you were going to get that close to it. I'm, I'm <laughs> still, like, my eyes are still crying from you telling that story a minute ago. But um, I can't believe you got that close to it. Is that, is that almost cl- what it it's was? It's close. I was... So this summer I read a bunch of classics, Pride and Prejudice, mm-hmm. um, Jane Eyre, Sense and Sensibility. I was going to say, I knew that you read and Sense and Sensibility. And me and Grace, mm-hmm. that I, that we were talking about, me and Grace have been watching all the movies and mm-hmm. all the series this summer. We're having, like, so much fun. But, um, but yes, I was watching it. I watched, so I was reading Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. They said something about, like, do you bring the tidings? And I was just <laughs> thinking to myself that it would be funny if we used tidings instead uh-huh. of tea. So instead of saying, like, give me the tea, we'd say, like, give me the tidings. Oh. So tidings means news, by the way. Okay. So, okay, like, okay, when okay. they say, like, like what's the news? They say, like, what are the tidings? Oh, so um, it's, like, good tidings we bring. It's, like, good yes. news we bring. Yes. So then I told Grace and Margaret, I was, like, hey, we – and well, not that we should be asking for tea, but it's still funny. <laughs> I was, like, instead of, like, asking for tea, we should just be, like, do you bring any tidings? What are what the tidings? Are the tidings? <laughs> That's so, so funny. That was my first one. <laughs> okay. My, we're, we're, we're doing pretty good at this, at what they all we mean. Are. I know. Okay. <laughs> my next one is a question. 
How many tattoos is a lot of tattoos? I think you must have been musing on Bob. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much other much else to add to it because it, it, I think you were wondering, like, where's the line between having, like, an average number and mm-hmm. having a lot of tattoos? I would say Bob has a lot of tattoos. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, is that what you're thinking about? Yeah, I was thinking about – well, I forget what exactly came to mind. I think someone had said something to me, like, oh – they have a lot of tattoos. But then when I had seen the person, like, I didn't think You're they like, had a lot of that tattoos. Many. And then I was, like, kind of just thinking, like, I wonder, like, what, like, where's the line between, like, someone that just has tattoos and, like, oh, this person has a lot of tattoos. Right, yeah. Because, like, when you look at Bob, right away you're like oh he's got a lot of tattoos because like no matter how much clothes he's wearing you can see at least one right but like if someone (laughs) has like 15 tattoos like all over their body if they're even if they're not like Mm -hmm. like covering them like i would still say like that's kind of a lot of tattoos but you wouldn't like think that so then i was just philosophically wondering yeah how many gets you to the point where someone would say that's a lot that's a lot yeah (laughs) that is a lot that was really it (laughs) (laughs) okay my next one is I care more than anybody else does. <laughs> I okay. I, I also want to say when I when I would when I would write these down, I wanted them to be so obscure that it was hard for you to guess. Yes. You, got, you were very close on the first one, but yeah. Okay, <laughs> I care more than anyone else does. <laughs> this one sounds like you, <laughs> like something really bad was happening to you, or like something really like I could imagine. Let's. I'm gonna try to think of something really okay. specific. Okay, like. If you were trying to tell your family about something that, like, you really loved, like, something that really (laughs) small, like, something, uh, like, even just if it was, like, one character on a TV show or, like, Uh one quote, and, like, your whole family. Yeah. Phyllis from the office. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, Phyllis's 12 phrases on on a rainy day. Um, (laughs) And you're, like, trying to tell people, and they're all, like. Yeah, it's, like, kind of like, funny. Okay. Like, okay. Like, I can imagine you being, like, I truly do care more than anyone else yeah. does about everything. And it reminds me a lot of, like, Jessica Day. Yeah, she's, like, I just care. I like, care a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that actually isn't what it meant. But I knew that if I wrote it that way, that's what you that's would think. That's what I would think. But what it – so, basically, like, um, this summer – our like protocol, our protocol, our like dress code at the as a lifeguard, you could wear pretty much whatever suit you wanted, but it, it had to mm. be obviously it had to be like appropriate. But we could wear bikinis, that, and they didn't have to be ooh la la ooh la la ooh. <laughs> they didn't have to be lifeguard mm. like mm-hmm. typical bikinis. But anyway, so I basically wore like the same two suits all summer, um, and they my like bottom was high waisted because that's what I feel most comfortable mm-hmm. in. Me too, me too. And my top was this really cute like uh ruched kind of fabric and it was like it was like a lighter green. So it was like green on green. It was really pretty. Anyways, that's what I basically wore every single day. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if any of you are lifeguards, but you tend to get a little bit bored sometimes, especially mm-hmm. when nobody's in the pool or if it's just adults in the pool and they really just stand up so you're like not super worried about them. <laughs> um but I was musing and the thought I had was that like when I'm sitting down in the chair, like, it's not the most flattering position. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure my belly was looking, like, a little big. My, like, thighs are, like, squashed down on the chair. Right, right. Um, and I was just thinking to myself, like, I I mean, my, my whole life I've been a little bit self-conscious. And I, I like, there are certain actions I used to do, like, hold my hands in front of my stomach because mm-hmm. I was, like, a little bit, um, like, embarrassed or just self-conscious about it. So there's, like, different things like that. But at this moment I was thinking to myself, like, I care more about, like, whatever my rolls on my belly mm-hmm. or the way that my arms look or whatever I care more than anyone else does about it mm-hmm. and I mean like maybe we can go into this more like another time but I was just thinking like um like maybe there are some instances where actually people do take notice of that but for the most part like people don't really care yeah um, and that's that's not like it's not in that rude way where they're like nobody cares about like what you think <laughs> nobody cares about but it's, you it's just that like <laughs> right exactly but it's just that it's not something they are worried about the way that mm-hmm. I am, um, which so I've like tried to keep reminding myself that about just like especially with like body image kind of things. But, mm-hmm. you know, like I care more than anyone else does. I definitely notice more than anyone else. Does, yeah. So. Wow. That was a lot more inspirational than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but there are certain things like movies and things that I do care more about than anyone else. And when, <laughs> when other people aren't excited, I'm like, all right, forget it. Yeah. You don't get it. Cause I, I also feel like in some ways I care more than anyone else does about certain things where I'm like, no one really you understands. You just don't get it. Yeah. You just yeah. don't get if it. You're boring, like, just say that. If, you, if, if you're boring, <laughs> just say that. <laughs> okay. My next, Oh, this one is so funny. <laughs> this one. I just like want to hear what your guess is about the sure. specific circumstance that this <laughs> thought came to me. Okay. 
Human life declined when we lost the ability to drink things completely horizontal like babies. First of all, I've read that a thousand times because we our note has been open all summer and I kept reading it and I was like, I can't wait to talk about this. I, this is what I picture is you're lying in bed reading a book and you tried to drink something and you choked on it because you were laying down. And then you thought to yourself, why can't I drink like a baby anymore? That's pretty close. I was not reading a book, but I was like laying in my bed and I was like not even laying on my pillows. Like I just like laying flat on my bed, staring Mm -hmm. at my ceiling and I got really thirsty. And like just a fun fact about me, I'm constantly thirsty. So I like always perpetually have drinks around me, like always water. But like I have like water bottles in my bed. Like Mm -hmm. I have cups of water like on my dresser. Like it's like everywhere I am, I have access to water because the thought just comes to me and then I can't get out of my head until I drink something. And so in my bed, I have multiple water bottles. I was like, oh, I'm really thirsty. So I grabbed one of the water bottles and I try to drink it. And I was like, I can't even swallow. Like I was like laying completely flat and I was like, I had to like sit up, like lift up my head, like almost like sit in like a crunch position right? in order to like drink my drink. And that's when like I then laid back down and thought to myself like, you know what? Like babies lay in cribs like completely yeah. flat and they drink their bottles. Mm-hmm. So when did like we lose the ability to do that? And then I was like, this is a load of baloney. I was like, what happened human, to us? Yeah. What? We really let go of ourselves. Like, <laughs> I was, <laughs> the older we get, we've really just been letting go Seriously, of ourselves. Seriously. Like, I was like, oh, besides the so fact that I used out. to weigh six pounds at one point, like, yes. I've truly let myself go. Ugh. But, like, it's so funny. Like, I was just thinking, like, man, that would really make us, like, superhumans. If yeah. we could still lay completely flat yep. and drink whatever we want. It would be pretty amazing. That's, I thought that was so funny. And you just can't anymore. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> we would, like, we would have... You would, we would have to drink out of baby bottles because other bottles don't work that way because mm-hmm. a baby bottle only like lets out so much liquid like as you like drink it. So, okay. Well, so do you think if we had baby bottles that we'd still be able to drink completely horizontally? I do. I do because so the reason you can't drink like out of a cup or like a real water bottle is because, or a straw is because your esophagus can't like control itself as well when it's horizontal. It's like, yeah. And you're, you're really, I don't know how babies do it. Cause really, you're not really not supposed to be like, yeah, eating or drinking when you're horizontal. But, um, (laughs) I think if it was a baby bottle, you'd be able to control the amount of liquid well enough that you wouldn't choke or anything like that. But I don't know, man, babies are on another level. They truly are. (laughs) Okay. My next one is angel eyes by ABBA. (laughs) I don't know the song. (laughs) Really? No. The only thing I know by ABBA is, um. Dancing queen. Dancing queen. Yeah, I got it. My little sister got me a sticker that says Dancing Queen. Ooh, because you are the Dancing Queen. Uh, Well, I'm not a great dancer, but I like to dance. Well, Um, okay. So then based on this, my speculation is perhaps Angel Eyes is not a song by ABBA and that you like always get the lyrics to something wrong and like assume that the song says Angel Eyes, but it says something else. That's a really good guess. And to be fair, that happens to me for a lot of songs, but that's not the case here. me too. Never have the words right. The case here is that, so Angel Eyes is a song by ABBA. Okay. And they play it in the second Mamma Mia movie. Mamma Mia. Do you know much about Mamma Mia? No. I know that she like loses her dad and tries to find him or something, or loses her her mom. Tries to figure out who her mom is or... Well, tries to figure out how who her dad is. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. (laughs) Yep. But anyway, so... If you're like Alan, you don't really understand, or or, you just, or <laughs> sorry, or you just like don't know. Yeah, all of the songs in Mamma Mia One and Two are ABBA songs. Okay, so basically they they wrote these movies based around the songs. Um, one of them is Angel Eyes, and it's in the second movie. But the the reason why I brought it up is because this summer another like spiritual uh, exercise that like kind of transformed the way I've like thought about things and which I really need to get back to because I've kind of fallen off the wagon. But I was listening to Pokwa Poco's series mm. about prayer and um like inner prayer and basically there the series is like three or four episodes and it's based off of um brother lawrence's book um practicing the presence of god and long story short the book is talking about like how we should strive to have the lord always on our minds and mm-hmm. picture him always present and be constantly in dialogue with him um and they i mean they talk about a lot of different things one of the other things was that like if you truly are doing this and you have that constant dialogue with the lord and you like know that he's like everywhere and you know, always with you, your life will look a lot different. Things will change. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I definitely like, so like for three solid days, which like sounds like not a lot of time (laughs) at all, but like it was, it was, it's a commitment. It was a big commitment. Um, 
But like for about three days, I like did it as much as I could. And I really did see like not only internal things change, but like it kind of like your the way that you act like has to change like Mm -hmm. in response, which is really cool. That has nothing to do with angel eyes. Okay, This, this is what does every time. Like, so obviously, like, I would get distracted sometimes, like, from my internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. And guess what always was my distraction? Angel eyes? Angel eyes. <laughs> I, would, I would be, like, praying and, like, talking to the Lord. And all of a sudden, I'd be, like, look into his angel eyes. <laughs> one look. And I, I'm and serious. Like, sorry, God. Sorry, God. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bring it back. Bring it back. Um, but I, like, I couldn't stop singing it. And then That's I was, like. So funny. And then as a part of my internal dialogue, I was, like. I was like, Lord, why is Angel Eyes the song that keeps getting stuck in my head? Mm-hmm. And my theory is that the Lord has angel eyes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, once you started talking, I thought maybe that's where you were going right. to go was to say it has like, those beautiful, it has like Christian yeah. undertones. Right. Right. Because they say that like a lot of secular music does. Like, for example, yeah. When You Look Me in the Eyes by the Jonas Brothers. When you look me in the eyes. Damn, I wonder if our listeners me. like when we just like start singing, singing? To the, and we obviously like raise our voices and yeah. everything. Let uh, us know in the comments below. Just let us know. <laughs> I don't, don't know forget the to like yet. and subscribe and smash, smash that the like, like button. button. <laughs> okay, Ugh. this is my next one. Um, specul- this interesting. Yeah, speculation is preferred over knowledge. I'm not totally sure. I don't know what brought you to this, but I almost. <laughs> It sounds kind of like a cynical viewpoint, you know? Mm. So I'm wondering if you heard something and you were like, they don't even really want to know the truth. They just want to speculate. I don't know. That's all I've got. Okay, okay, okay. So what? (laughs) that was a good guess. Thank you. So here's, I've been like trying to formulate my thought on this for a long time of like how I felt like. And then here's the situation that I was faced with. Okay. I was at Old Navy and... A bunch of my coworkers, we were like closing. And then one of my coworkers was like, have you guys ever celebrated Arbor Day? And then everyone was like, Arbor Day? And she was like, I don't even know what Arbor Day is for. And then all of us were like, like giving our guesses like, oh, I think Arbor Day is like for the trees. Like, and then it was like, when is, (laughs) when is Arbor Day? Like all this like stuff. And like, we were having such a funny time just like laughing about like, what's the difference between Arbor Day and Earth Day? And then someone, one of my coworkers, whipped out their phone and like Google's like Arbor Day and was like, according to Google, like Arbor Day is this and it's on this day. And as soon as that happened, like the whole conversation was over because now we had the answer. (laughs) And it finally like brought to the realization something that I have thought about for so long Uh that I think for the sake of conversation, oftentimes speculation is way preferred over actual knowledge because Mm. like, yes, anytime you ask someone a question, you could easily have taken out your phone and just Googled it. Mm -hmm. But there's something that's more fun about like just the making about like, yes, about like, like, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Like, or like, what's your guess? Like there's something like, that's always so enjoyable about like the speculation of it that mm-hmm. like you don't even really want to know the actual truth because like yeah. sometimes the speculation is just it's nice. more fun. Yeah, that's so, so I don't funny. know if all people prefer speculation over knowledge, but I certainly do. That's so funny. OK, my next one is sacrifice my funny. <laughs> this one I, <laughs> this one I, I almost feel like you can get this one <laughs> like. OK, so well, my first thought, which I don't know is what you were thinking of, but like. Like, I was thinking about, like, Shelby and I talk a lot about how we don't have boyfriends, but, like, <laughs> they always say, like, boys don't like funny, funny girls. girls. <laughs> like, they boys, feel threatened. Boys don't like girls for funniness. And boys don't like girls for funniness. <laughs> That's from Angus Long's Perfect Snogging. But, so then I was, like, imagining you, like, contemplating singleness, and you were, like, well, if something's got to go, I guess at some point I'm going to have to sacrifice my funny for the sake of like a vocation, like for the that sake is, of marriage. That is a really good guess. It wasn't quite right. But but upon that like thought, I like it, I think it goes along with this. But I actually don't know. I don't think if it was for the sake of a man, like I wouldn't sacrifice being funny. Mm, Here's hear what, that. OK, hear, hear it. Not that there's any gentlemen listening, but maybe Jordan's listening. Any suitors. Any boys. Mm hmm. If you're mm-hmm. out there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, but what actually happened was kind of in one of these like internal dialogues with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sitting on the lifeguard stand. I had a lot of time to think this summer. <laughs> I was going to say, it seems very like you had a very pensive summer. Like probably half of these came from <laughs> being on the sitting on, on the, the stand. Sit- yeah. <laughs> but this one was, I was just thinking and like kind of talking to the Lord 
I was like, um, I was like, Lord, when it comes to like all the things in my life, if you asked me to give them up, would I give them up? Mm. And I came to like funniness and I'm not going to lie. I wrestled for a really long time with that. I was like, Lord, if you asked me to stop making jokes, would I be, I like have tears coming to my eyes, not because I'm like sad about it, but because it's like, so maybe I am sad about it. I don't know. But if the Lord asked me and he was like very clear and he was like, I want you to stop making jokes and like, stop don't, being don't the funniest be funny. girl in the room. <laughs> don't be funny anymore. Don't be such a smart butt in class. Oh man. Cause that's my favorite thing is making yeah. people laugh in class. Me too. Um, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, would I be able to do it? And like, in the end, I don't know if I have the answer, but what I do know is it would be like, it'd be one of the biggest trials of my life. Yeah. That may sound dramatic, but like, it would be hard because I, yeah. lo- I like, I love that about myself and I love to laugh with people. It would be hard, man. Especially when like, I know it's not your identity, but like, I feel like when you're a funny girl, like <laughs> us, boys don't like funny girls. But like, it just, it does become like a big part of like how you like perceive yourself. For like, sure. Oh, like I'm nice. I'm kind. I'm funny. Like mm-hmm. people laugh around me. So right. like it, it's almost like how people are like, oh, if you had to take away like all of your brains, uh-huh. like oh, well, if I'm not smart, then right, then what? Right. We've we've talked about something before, and I kind of said like the thing that gives me the most uh like what do you even call it? Oh, like a sense of worth or almost it may, it might've been, we talked about like our sense of worth, but like when people laugh at like at my jokes and stuff, there's, there's like no better feeling. Yeah. Nothing makes me feel better. You're so right. Or if someone says like, you were so funny, like I'm like, I'm like, you could not pay me a compliment. (laughs) I'm like, you could tell me I'm the most beautiful person in the world, but it won't be like, don't say that again or I'll fall. Yeah. Um, so that was that one. Okay. I love that. Um, this one I just wrote, I'm horrified at the potential things that make people think of me. Okay, so I just, well, I wonder if somebody did reach out. Actually, I even think I know what it was because I feel like you maybe told me, but maybe not. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a friend reached out to you and they were like, this just happened or like I just saw this and it made me think of you. And then Mm -hmm. I think you went on from there and thought to yourself, what kind of stuff makes people think of me? Close. (laughs) No one's reached out to me. Okay. However... I was like in the drive through at Dunkin' Donuts and I, or not Dunkin' Donuts, at Starbucks. And my Starbucks order is an iced black tea lemonade unsweetened. And I was just like thinking to myself, I was like, when did I start ordering that? And it was because like my freshman year of high school, one of like my best friends on the cheer team, like we went to Starbucks together and she was like, this is what I always get. And so whenever I get it, like I think of Amanda we haven't talked in years, but so she's not listening, but Rip. hey, Amanda. But, um, <laughs> but like, I do, like, I still yeah. always think about her because, like, that was when, like, I started mm-hmm. doing it. And so then I was, and then I started spiraling and thinking, like, wow, like, if I think of what Amanda when I ordered that, like, there are some wacky things that Dude. I have been a part of in my life that, like, I am sure there are some people that, like, think of, like, or things happen and they're like, wow, that makes me think of Annalisa. That makes me think about, and that's, that's so funny. horrifying. <laughs> I hate that. I feel that. the same way. It's like one of those things where it's like, <laughs> please don't ever think about me. Like, it's like, I don't want Like, anyone, I'd rather you not. Like, I don't want anyone to think of me ever again. Like, please get me out Dude. of your mind. Like, the oh, thought of that so is funny. so uncomfortable. I don't, well, I don't feel like that because I, I like find it, words of affirmation are definitely one of my, like, love languages. Mm. And when somebody tells me, as long as it's not a bad thing, <laughs> like, because then it would obviously not be great. But if someone's like, oh, I was doing this today and it made me think of you, like, I think that's so affirming. Mm, yeah. But I, I get it. Like, it, it does make me nervous to think, like, what if they're, like, what if I've done something bad in the past yeah. and, like, or, like, hurt somebody's feelings and, like, this sort of thing makes them think of me. I like, was thinking, that would like, be sad. yeah, I was thinking, like, embarrassing things. Right. It's, like, oh. Like, I fell down oh, the yeah. stairs of the JC and so I have, like, which is like our student center. And so I have an irrational fear that like every time someone falls that like they think of, you. They think of me <laughs> and how I fell down the stairs to JC. Oh my god! Like that's like that's the kind hilarious. of stuff that like I think of like where I'm like, wow, like what if like that's what makes people think of me? Yeah. They're like, oh, you're the girl that fell down the stairs or yeah. like you're the girl that Peter pants or like I didn't. But like <laughs> that type of thing where it's like, why would you use wow. that example? <laughs> Everybody, I'll pee your pants. <laughs> At some point in my life. <laughs> At one point. That's so funny, though. That's a good yeah. one. Okay, the next one it, for me is The Stranger's Camp. The Stranger's Camp. It almost sounds like a horror movie title, doesn't it? Yeah, The Stranger's Camp. I don't... This one, like, really doesn't bring anything to I mind. Know. Except that for one's a like combination. Really it makes me think of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you watch. I do, of course I do. Okay, so I feel like perhaps... You were watching Stranger Things because the new season came out or the new volume or whatever it's called came out. And I think that maybe on the show they like went to a camp 
and mm-hmm. you were like, oh, the strangers camp, and you like it looked cool or something. You were like, I would love to go there. Or on the contrary, maybe <laughs> you were just like out and about, and you drove past a campsite and mm-hmm. saw like these total complete strangers mm-hmm. have like a wicked setup at their camp, and you were like, wow, pretty cool. I would love to be a part of that. Like I wish that they'd invite right. me. Those were two good guesses, but they were incorrect. <laughs> the story is much more embarrassing. Very, I'm going to keep it very brief. Maybe I can tell the whole story another time. But <laughs> basically, I had like one of the worst days of my life. And oh, my gosh. Ma- it really it wasn't the worst day of my life. But it was one of those days that where everything goes wrong, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, after after several other things went wrong, I'm driving me and Pepper. Pepper's in the back of my car. She <laughs> hates being in the car. So she's sitting back there like this <laughs> yep. the whole time. She won't <laughs> lay down. She's just miserable. And I get up on this highway, and there aren't any shoulders. And it's an overpass, basically, from Grand Isle, the fishing island, and uh, Leesville. And um, there are no shoulders. There's nowhere to stop. And I start hearing something in my car bumping, like, against the ground. Oh. So I could, I was like, it must be something under my car that's dragging. And I was like, I was like either oh, I no. accidentally picked something. I know. I was like, either I accidentally picked something up, like some trash, and it's bumping against the ground, or something fell off the bottom of my car. All right. So I get off the bridge finally. It like took forever. And I and I, I like had to drive really slow because when I would drive fast, it would hit the ground uh-huh. even faster. And I was like, oh, it's going to fall off. So I pull over on the side of the road, ba- basically in front of these campers, which is actually not the, the <laughs> campers in the story. But um, look under my car. Uh, my undercarriage like cover is like dragging down. And it's actually done this before. And I, but I hadn't thought about it. Um, but I couldn't drive all the way home. It was another hour and 15 mm. minutes. Um, so I like call my mom. I was like, Hey mom, that thing's dragging again. I need to, I need to see if like somebody can help me. Like, what do you think I should do? And while I was on the phone with her, I was telling her like, remember that old store on the side of the road? Like, I don't remember what it's called, but I was like, it's the store that has like the snacks and the drinks and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you think I should go there and ask if anybody can help? And she was like, yeah, try that first. And if not, I'll send somebody to help you. So I, I drive my car across the street to the sketchy. I I know. And well, this area is not a sketchy area. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's perfectly safe, but the hurricane did hit it really hard last year. So there's not a lot of people around. Mm -hmm. Um, Things are all like broken everywhere. So I pull across the street. I go up there. The first door says sportsman something. And I was like, Oh yeah, maybe that's what it was called. But the door (laughs) was locked. So then I go to the next door. I see somebody, the glass is really dark, but I see somebody like holding up a, like a dog or a cat in front of the window. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, I was like, oh, they're in there. Or I was like, the shop got a little dog. So how cool. And I opened the, <laughs> I opened the door and I stepped into somebody's house. <gasps> no. It was like their camp, oh. their like fishing camp, but it was their house. And I walked right in and I look in and this kid is on the left of me holding a cat, not a dog. And I look in front of me and there's this man and woman sitting across from each other um, at like the their kitchen bar. And, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, hi, didn't this used to be, a st- I was like, I really need help with my car. Um, and, and like, as I'm like trying to say <gasps> that I need help putting up my uh-huh. thing, I'm like looking around. I was like, oh my gosh, this is somebody's camp. And I was like, this used to be a shop, right? And the lady was like, it used to be, but it's our camp now. And I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. So I started like backing up towards the door. I was like, I'm so sorry. I really didn't know. I thought it was still the shop and I was confused about the doors and everything. <sighs> And they were all oh like, they gosh. were all, I, I was starting to think like, they probably thought I came in here to like kill them or something. Uh huh. So I like, I was so embarrassed out and it's like mortifying. It was mortifying. And I, I backed up and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, don't worry about it. And she, but she, the lady like told her son, she was like, go see if you can zip tie the thing up to the, th- to the car. I was like, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. I like ran out of there basically uh. walked down with their son whose name I forget because my adrenaline was so high. Oh, long story short. Even though I know I said that in the beginning and then I told a long story. He was able to put it back up. Oh, good. He was so nice. Good. And I was like, thank you so much, really. And I, like, get back in the car, start driving away. And I ca- my mom called it that. Well, I told mom, I was like, mom, my car's fine. I'm going to drive home now. And and I said, remind me to tell you a story when I get <laughs> home because I wanted to tell her. And But she called me. But I was, my heart was still, like, racing. I felt so guilty. And so yeah. I, like, was just, like, so ashamed that I walk into their house. I was so embarrassed. And after all those bad things that happened to me that day, my mom was like, so what happened? <laughs> I started telling her story, and I was sobbing my eyes out. Oh, I just was so embarrassed. Like, that that's probably the most totally recent embarrassing understandable, thing that though. Oh, man. Oh, uh, I, like, can nuts. feel that on both sides. Yes. Like, I was like, my face was They were probably so scared. I know. <laughs> I was, but I was like, what, it, like, what if I was some crazy person? They were probably mm-hmm. so scared when I just walked Locked in. in. <laughs> yeah, you just opened the door. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Anyways, God bless them because they really did help me get back on the road. And if I hadn't been able to get help, I... I would have had a breakdown. 
Yeah. So even well, worse than the one I had. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Anyway, though. my next two were really short. I promise. But go ahead on okay. your next one. <laughs> um, okay. The, this says the thought of Niall Horan making new music is terrifying at this point. I don't have any guesses on this. I read this earlier mm-hmm. and I tried to think of anything, but I don't know what you'd be terrified about. Okay. Great point. I'm so glad. I'm I'd so love, glad you asked. Because I'd love to tell you. <laughs> Here was how the thought came to me. I was like reflecting on the year of music and I was like, Harry Styles came out with a new album. Mm-hmm. Lizzo, Lizzo came out with a new album. Louis Tomlinson came out with new music. And I was like, if Niall Horan, my one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite celebrities, were to come out with new music, it honestly would rock this year so so intensely that it's almost like scary to me like i was like i what i was like i hope he doesn't because it's been too much like harry styles album was like so good rocked my world lizzo's album so good rocked my world like louis me like is i was like i can't handle the thought that like niall might come out with new music as well that is that's not what i would have guessed i almost thought you didn't like him or something no i love him said it's terrifying no i love him that's so funny i like him there there's some of his songs that are really catchy oh i don't know that one apparently um, <laughs> well, I didn't did, think did any. anyone understand what that was <laughs> <laughs> oh man playing children playing this song. <laughs> oh i don't know that one anyways 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 <laughs> okay my next is really short it says 100 percent fiction that I'm assuming that you're just talking about, like, your taste in books is 100% fiction. Like, it is. you read exclusively fiction novels. It is, basically. And not only that, but... So, I got this new app. It's another book app called Storygraph. Oh, I've it's heard like, of this one. It's, like, up and coming, mm-hmm. basically. But it gives you data on the books that you read. Like, really helpful data, honestly. Um, but it's not as social as Goodreads. So, I mm-hmm. keep them both. But anyways, I put in my 33 books, 100% fiction. <laughs> fiction. <laughs> And my sister, <laughs> my, my sister Savannah and I keep up with each other a lot on books and everything. And she was like, oh, did you, she was the one who told me to make this account. Uh-huh. So I finally got it set up and she was like, give me your username. And I told her. And then, so she's like looking through all my stats and she texted me, Shelby, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you have a hundred percent fiction. And I was like, I was like, you're telling you're like, me. And you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but here's and the what? worst thing. And is what about it? I actually am in the middle of two nonfiction books. Mm-hmm. You just haven't finished And guess them. what? I haven't finished them because I put 33 other books ahead of them. Yep. So yep. that's that one. Understandable. Nobody's surprised here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fiction. I'm a fiction girl. Oh, I really am a fiction girl. I love like, I'm es- just like I love escaping reality. I Occasionally I find. Exactly. Occasionally I find a great nonfiction mm-hmm. and learn a lot and I love them. But in general, I will all if I've give if I'm given the option, even if mm-hmm. it's a type of fiction I don't like, I'm probably gonna pick it. Yeah, I'm over the nonfiction right, for sure. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my last one is <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you about this before, so you might know it, but okay. I just put eleven year old crazy worried thoughts. I don't know. I mean it makes me think of like how like kids and especially like preteens and teens always think the world is ending. Like every little thing makes it seem like the world is ending. So I think either you were thinking of yourself as an 11 year old, like really worried about something, or maybe you have like an 11 year old cousin and she's really worried or he, Mm. I don't know, is really worried about it. And you were like, it's not a big deal. I don't know. (laughs) One of those. Um, It's neither of those. Oh, dang it. (laughs) But basically like. I have a big, I have my big five fears that I've yep. talked about you before. Sure do. Um, and I was like talking to my best friend Danielle and like, she was just like telling me like, she thinks I'm very obsessive, which is honestly very true. Um, I, I just like talk myself into fears. Like I think about something for so much that then I become like so scared of it. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, do you think that like, when do you think that like started in your life? Like, and then I was like, hmm, that's a good question. And I was like trying to pinpoint. And then I remembered when I was 11, <laughs> Uh-oh. when I was 11, I like started to have this irrational fear that my mom was going to come into my room in the middle of the night and trip over my pillows on the ground, Ow, which what? sounds so random, right? But like, I used to wake up for like months randomly in the middle of oh the night. Oh my gosh. So nervous about that, that I would have to like get up out of bed move my pillows Mm -hmm. to like I'd like shove them in the corner of my room Mm -hmm. in the random event my mom never came in my room while I was sleeping right that she would come in so crazy I was like so scared that in the dark like my mom would Mm -hmm. like try to walk in and she would trip and get hurt yeah and I was like I oh I never would I obsessed no I know (laughs) but like I obsessed over that thought and like 
it's like now looking back like that doesn't make any sense but mm-hmm. like in my 11 year old mind i was like like she's gonna trip and yes break her neck. and i was like and it's gonna be my fault right like step on a crack yes. your mother's back yes <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy al yeah so i'm an obsessive thinker i'm glad she's okay <laughs> i'm glad you're yeah, she's okay fine. she's fine <laughs> i love to tell about it oh man okay last one guys Woo. is mine is wedding season okay this just makes me think of the fact not to keep talking about singleness but that like there are so many of our friends that are getting married now yep and i haven't even well me speaking for myself like haven't even had a boyfriend and i have like lots of friends that are oh, engaged already married getting having married, a baby long yeah having babies in very long-term relationships right. going to get engaged like right. all this stuff where i'm like and that and and me Yep. And that's where I think you're you 100% think, yeah. correct on that. That's where I thought the thought came from. You're so right. Yeah. Basically, I was just thinking like, um, well, this is another New Girl reference. I'm sorry. We do this all the time. <laughs> but my, if you watch New Girl, uh, several seasons into it, I don't know if it's season three or four, um, there is like this episode where they ba- they show the fridge at the loft <gasps> and it's covered in wedding invites and they can't even open the door. They can't find the handle because it's like covered in wedding invites. So they have a summer full of weddings mm-hmm. and- my fridge is starting to look like that, which, which first of all, like praise God that I've been invited to these weddings. I really yeah, do feel so good. blessed, like it's to an be, honor to be with friends <laughs> and uh, to be with my sisters. Um, all you know, like Aubrey's had her ceremony and she's got mm-hmm. um, the other two coming up this fall, and I really do feel like so blessed to be a part of these days with people. Um, but I have been thinking, like we're, we're in the age range now. I would say sometimes it's earlier than this, but I feel like when you are twenty to to 30 mm-hmm. you go to a lot of wedding or you're invited to a lot of weddings a lot of your friends get engaged even just seeing your acquaintances like you see them get engaged yes, so yes yes we're in that time of life that is both beautiful and distressing mm-hmm. where <laughs> where like a lot of people are getting engaged married having kids um and I think like I'm maybe you can agree with this but like sometimes makes you feel a little inadequate even yeah. if it, even if it's not truth like or that you're like behind in right your life. right that I'm like behind um and so I'm like simultaneously so happy for my friends and my family. I was just at a wedding this weekend and it was wonderful. Um, but at the same time, like slightly distressed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we just have to get on through it. Push, yeah. push, push through. through. Rem- trust in the Lord. Yeah. Know that the plan he has for you is good. It is good. Even though it's different. Even though it's hard. Yeah. Good can be different. Which Different can be yeah, good. It can. Which I think like, I mean, those kind of things like contribute a lot to my prayer just because like I am in that time of my life where I like mm-hmm. really want to be in a relationship. So then I, I get to spend a lot of time like talking to the Lord being like, I know that it wasn't your plan for, you know, what, what yeah, that, yeah, whatever. I'll finish that thought that it wasn't your plan, like for me to whatever, be married by now. <laughs> but then I always think about like me and Annalisa <laughs> talked about this before and we were just saying that like, um, like if the Lord is like constantly forming my future husband, then he must be really, really formed. Yeah. Like he must be top notch mm-hmm. at this point you yeah. know he's gonna be really he's good gonna be holy gorgeous <laughs> hilarious like the like, lord's I, been working yeah, on him been working on him the lord's so, been working on him it's like so true <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of like anytime there's a tiktok or a video of like a uh-huh. cute couple and like all the comments are like lord i have seen what you have done I have, for others yes yes that was, <laughs> i have seen what you have, have done for others what you have done for others <laughs> and then yeah it's just so funny because like at the for all of our catholic gals out there like the part of the mass where they're doing the intentions and then they say like and for all the intentions we hold in the silence of our hearts without a doubt maybe this is just like Mm -hmm. tmi or revealing or exposing myself here but like every single mass that i go to i'm always i always say for my future husband and my future family yes please well i do that too and it's something that he may come soon yeah (laughs) oh my gosh that's what i always say too i always say Lord, like I please bless my future husband and also send him to me as quickly as you can. <laughs> thank you so much for thank coming to my TED Talk, Lord. Thank you. XOXO. Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> XOXO, a desperate young yeah. lady. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's it. That's all those for are, today, yeah, guys. Those are our obscure thoughts. That was a lot of rambling. It was a lot of like updates and stuff, yeah. but we're really excited for season two. So mm-hmm. um, come back next week to hear yeah. something on a more topicy level yeah. a more focused we just yeah note. a little bit more focused yeah. we just wanted to give you guys a, a an update and mm-hmm. a fun little intro fun to little, the yeah. season a little trip into our heads yeah <laughs>
Thank you for everyone that listened today, and special thanks to Deacon Bob Rice for letting us use this podcast studio. For all of you who are Christian, or for those of you who pray, we would love if you would offer up in prayers this week, my Grammy and her health, all of the students at Franciscan University, especially our new students, and for all women that they would seek and find the Lord. Woo. And we would love to pray for you this year. So please reach out to us. On, Nobody ever wants our prayers. Yeah, no one ever wants our prayers because I can tell you we've never. Nobody's ever asked for prayers. Yeah, we've never <laughs> had a prayer attention. But we want to pray yeah. for you. Let us pray for you. <laughs> but please reach out to us on our social media. Follow us on Instagram. At loud Or email us. At loud 21 at gmail.com. And feel free. So free. To send episode suggestions to these accounts. <laughs> And if you've ever been made to feel like who you are is too much, just remember. You are never too much. You are more than enough. And you are brave, strong, and beautiful. Your besties, Annalisa and Shelby. Bestie vibes only. Now looky, looky, looky here Listen up, all you dorks and geekers uh, Turn up the volume on your buds and speakers Two girls, fresh pair like genuine sneakers Breath of fresh air for you goons and freakers Just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush Two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down your fist Too loud, y'all, then I definitely mean it These ladies put the G in feminine genius What? What?